What's up, everybody? Sharky Lyles, you are listening to Lyles Movie Files. Got almost a full game tonight, so let's get on with this episode because there's no time to wait. What's up, little bro? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good for a Wednesday. Jay King, what's up with you, man? We haven't talked to you in about a month. I know, man. It's been some hiatus time, so I'm cooling, man. You know, I'm trying to survive 2020 like everybody else. Gunner, how you doing, man? <laughs> doing all right, man. How's it going, y'all? Uh, we can complain later. Let's get into all the craziness going on here. So, the Green Lantern HBO Max show is indeed a go. It's not going to have Hal Jordan. It's not going to have Jon Stewart. It will feature Guy Gardner, one of my absolute favorite Green Lanterns, Simon Baz, the first Muslim Green Lantern, which is cool. I really like that character. Jessica Cruz, who teamed with Simon Baz in a really decent Green Lantern series that got wiped out when Green Lantern got uh, merged into the Grant Morrison universe. And uh, Alan Scott. And apparently Kilowog and Sinestro are also going to be on the show, too. But for all you DC heads, how excited are you about this show? And do you think they can make it work with no Hal Jordan Johnston or Kyle Rayner? Maybe. Uh, have they, well, I'm still trying to figure out like if they're not going to use that Diggle character they, they kind of had in the last bit of Arrow. Um, but if they don't if that is the straight up lineup, not just the, uh, you know, this is our lineup. I think I mean having Simon and Jessica will make a good dynamic that they have. We haven't seen in Green Lantern. We can all I mean as long as they actually mention those other guys, I think the series will be like, well, where are they? Where are they? Like kind of how we were with Titans is like, all right, you guys can't drop Bruce Wayne nine thousand times and not mention where the hell he is. So, but as long as they mention like kind of the I guess early '90s Green Lanterns that we all knew, and actually come up with like conceivable storyline because they're they're galactic police force, and they I mean it, it should work. I don't know what they're gonna how they're gonna have Sinestro there without Hal Jordan and uh, John Stewart, but I mean maybe he's gonna be the overall bad guy, and maybe I mean who knows? We might even get some like the Seas of Sinestro core war. So I think it could work. I mean, I just, it really is going to matter how much budget they put behind it. Gunner, what's your take? I'm with Jason. I'm like, I'm, let, I'm, I'm thinking how Jordan is the, you know, the surprise bad guy. I'm not surprised at DC um, characters that they're going with that. Excuse me. They're going with that storyline. But yeah, I have no clue where Jonathan Stewart is. Maybe they sh- he should at least have an honorable mention or yeah, he's off at some other gal, something, something, and then maybe do a cameo as Diggle. Like you know what I mean? Like real quick, just an just an acknowledgement that these people existed. You know what I mean? Well, they could keep them on Earth. These guys could just be in the galactic realms of the Green Lantern sectors, and right. they could just say, "Yeah, talk to Jordan, talk to John." You know, and that can be a real quick thing. Or guys mm-hmm. bragging about how he's better than than uh, Jordan because we always do that anyway. So I think. <laughs> I think they could. I think with that cast of lanterns, they can do something different than people are expecting. And there has been a rumor going around that Ryan Reynolds may be back as Green Lantern, maybe in the mm-hmm. Snyder Cut of Justice League. 
at this point, there's so many rumors going around. I think people are just bored in their homes because of the pandemic and are just saying whatever and hoping it'll stick to somebody's wall. But um, that could be interesting if they wrote him like a real character and not a superhero from 2000. Jay King, you look excited about Ryan Reynolds. What do you think? I I don't know, man. I I, I feel like, look, if everybody's double dipping, you know, I'm just, when it comes to DC, it's like, look, man, no continuity, there's no, there's no quality control. So if it works, it works. If not, oh, well, this is another one of the DC's failed, uh, one of their failed uh, projects, but it, whatever works, whatever gets them in for, on par with Marvel, or at least on at least a step behind, at least if they want right now, the the race is lost. I mean, what they put out, it's, it's kind of yeah. They've essentially cleaned the slate with Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home, kind of like the wrap-up chapter. But right now, you know, not. In the minds of the audience, of course, Marvel's still number one. But if DC comes with something hard, then they can be right in the mix again. So say Wonder Woman 84 is dominant, great. And then they have another film, which we know they won't because they don't have anything set until 2022, 2023. So it's going to be a bad run for them in terms of not having any content. Because Marvel is just stockpiling. It's like uh, arms raising. They're just loading more missiles in the chamber. They've got uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Exactly. They've got Eternals. They've, we already know they've got people cast from this Marvel and She-Hulk. They've got more films coming up. And they're steadily throwing out more news like, yeah, someone's always been cast for this. Meanwhile, DC's like, yep, yeah, we got some cool stuff coming. Uh, we got an actress. Sarah Shahi coming. She's joining Black Adam, which isn't even on their release schedule at this point. So, right. I don't know what <laughs> right. Oh, we got this uh, new cut was... of the new of the old movie that came out three years ago. Which is crazy that that's like the most the version... thing on their calendar. Yeah, that's the that's the yeah, that's the, the version really of the movie that you should have saw three years ago. We got that, and you got to pay fourteen ninety nine a month to see it. Thanks HBO Max. You know, yeah. between that, um, what was the DC fan experience? Their failed web fandom, or whatever the hell no, that I was about. That was good. That was, yeah, good. That was good. Chief, we've been talking about uh, DC and Marvel essentially starting off the same block now, thanks to COVID. But there's nothing on the horizon for DC coming. <laughs> There's rumors now that Eclipso may be the bad guy in the uh, Black Adam film, but it also could be Sabak. And that's about it in terms of news. There's like lots of clips, photos, set photos from the Batman, but that's not coming until two more years. So I don't know how excited I can be about that movie. How about you? Uh, (laughs) Well... If they're not even doing anything yet with the uh, the, the black the black Adam movie, then they haven't caught Marvel at all. They they're never gonna catch Marvel. Um, so <laughs> we can we can forget that. We by the time uh, Aquaman two comes out and Wonder Woman, you know these characters, the actors themselves may be in their fifties. 
Um, <laughs> oh. So, I, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, I, yeah, and then I heard, uh, what was the last, was it the, 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 the uh, podcast before last? We heard that uh, Patterson, Robert, whatever his name is, he's not even working out for Batman. So they, fo- they faked his COVID to try to get him in shape. I mean, that was a rumor on the streets. I can't confirm yeah. or deny that one. But well, that was, you know, like I said, people are just throwing anything out there now. Who's, 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 who's interested in a scrawny Batman? So, um, they get the suit together. They can fake that, sort of. Yeah, you know, but that's, that was always my problem with uh, Michael Keaton. And people love Michael Keaton. But I thought he was, I thought he was scrawny. What? See, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah, let's get nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I probably wouldn't think twice about diving into that one. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, a little scrawny dude, yeah, yeah, let's get nuts. Um, squirrel looking mother. <laughs> you look like a squirrel anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. There's a bunch of little squirrels. He doesn't look like a squirrel though. Seriously. All right, let's shift off to this this potential huge news for the week. So Disney CEO Bob Shapik. Uh, talked to CNBC uh, a couple days ago and said that it looks like it's shocking that audiences aren't really focusing on theaters anymore. And so the studio is no longer making films with the assumption they will receive a theatrical release. Instead, they will go wherever the studio decides is the best fit for them. What we want to do is leave it to a group of folks who can see really objectively. We want to make the optimal decision for the company as opposed to somehow have it predetermined that a movie is destined for theaters or that a TV show is destined for ABC. It goes on to say, consumers are going to lead us in the way that they make their transactional, transactional decisions. Right now, they're voting with their pocketbooks and they're voting very heavily towards Disney+. Plus. What we want to do is make sure we're going to go the way the consumer wants us to go. But at the same time, there's a lot of consumers who want to experience movies in the safety, comfort, and convenience of their own home. So we already know Regal is on a we'll see you in 2020 countdown. Like they can't wait for the ball to drop. I don't know what they think is going to happen at January 1st, but they're, they're closed for the winter. They're on winter break. And with Disney saying, yeah, you know what? With theaters not open, maybe we should start moving more of our movies to Disney+. Plus. We've got people paying for it anyway. And Mulan showed us that people will pay even if it's just to get something two months early. Still going to watch my Mulan screening when it's free on Disney+. Plus. But they've already got The Mandalorian Season 2 coming out. They've got WandaVision coming. And we know next year, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I don't know how much longer they can hope against hope that Black Widow is going to be, be all set and ready for theaters and theaters are going to be straight come May. At what point does Disney start going, yeah, we're going to start moving all their stuff to the, uh, to Disney Plus and theaters get a special release maybe later? It is. This is the way it's going to be at some point. You see what happened with the music. You see how the internet changed, how streaming the internet changed the music industry. Yeah. When's the last time you bought or thought about buying a CD? You know, 
at, about, at a certain right. point. I bought a CD. And I said, well, not a CD. I should take that Okay. Back. I bought a yeah. You know, because I can't buy CDs because Best Buy stops selling them. Target doesn't sell them. I mean, <laughs> I would buy CDs, but they're not available. So the last one I got was from Amazon. It's Atlantis Morissette's uh, last one, mm-hmm. which I promptly ripped to put on my phone. But you get my point. See, it was just you still need to put it on electronic. Oh, yeah. You still need to put it on a device, right? Exactly. But the thing is, at a certain point, what's going to, and I said this with, but well, before COVID, then with, with all the options you have for streaming, and we're seeing it during award season, the premier projects are coming out on streaming services these days. And remember when cable started to take away from the foothold of network television. And this was strange new territory because cable TV shows were women winning Emmy Awards and Golden Globes. Now we see streaming. Yeah, yeah. And now we see the streaming services uh, uh, taking over that, 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 that round. They're winning awards. They're winning the major yep. awards for the mm-hmm. award shows. Um, shit, a movie and that Emmy reviewed too. on Netflix was nominated for Best Picture. And Emmys, all of it, all of it. Remember when Roma was nominated for Best Picture and that they debuted on Netflix? You know, we're in a, we're in that transitional time, I think. And the studios got to get with it. Everything's gonna have to get with it. Movie theaters are gonna become phased out at some point, I think. We're not ready for it yet, but I, I feel like they're gonna be an attraction. Two, three generations down the road. I don't know. I mean, Still? like mm, I don't know if they'll be phased out either. I go to drive-ins. And that was something, geez, like back in the mm. 80s, it seemed phased out. Like I couldn't find one in the mm. 90s or early 2000s. But now I've gone to see blockbusters on the drive-in so I can enjoy that driving experience. I feel like people are probably going to be like, oh, you know what would be cool? Let's go to that movie theater 40 miles out and let's come together and watch this big movie. I don't think it's going to be. No, I'm thinking. It's not like this. No, I'm thinking. But there's no huge crush more like to theater. open drive-throughs either. There's no huge crush for that. Nah, but I'm thinking theater, like and then like Kennedy Center, you know, Broadway. Like people thought the movies would kill theater, theater, right? Like on stage theater, and mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Hell, if it wasn't for mm-hmm. on stage theater, we wouldn't have our problem child Tyler Perry and his movie success, right? So, I mean, theater is still around. You just you still go see it. I think movies will be like that. Um, because they said a long time ago that mm-hmm. the home, the home format would would kill movie theaters, and it hasn't yet. Um, because they they made a way to do it. Now that we're shut in, more or less, or people more are more reluctant to go out right now, and they see the convenience. Excuse me, more people see the convenience of streaming. It will change the game. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it'll be like, you know, like the drive-in situation where all of a sudden it's nostalgia again. Don't forget, don't don't forget. We still have old movie theaters that only show like independent films and stuff because it's nostalgia and they get the beer in there and all that. Um, but I still think, yo, know, those will definitely be around no matter what because that's that's kind of how movies work. Um, if you're a movie buff like anybody on this on this um, podcast, you're still gonna go see it in a theater just for that. But I think hey, the average person not, not next year. Well, well, not anytime soon, but you know what I mean. Like as yeah. we're. Whenever, whenever they find that cure for COVID in 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 2040, um, they will be like, oh, well, let's take our Dunder, geriatric Dunder, asses to the they theater. They have a cure for it. Remember? It's just, just got a cure. Yeah, nobody's famous got sick. He's got to be rich and white, and in the <laughs> White House, and maybe a white supremacist. I don't know. Whatever. 
Maybe. But no, but you get my point. Like, I think it's more like theater. No, I, I, hmm? no, I get it. I get it totally. The thing is, with the theater, it's no longer the attraction that it once was, let's say, in the 1930s, 40s, 50s. Um, oh, gosh, I think yeah. also to that point, yeah, also to that point, um, with our technology and the way TVs now are giving you optimal viewing experience, you can have your own home theater, you have 4K, high debt, whatever it is, you can watch your speech. movie at home. Yeah, you can do all of that. And oh, yeah. I think, like I said, I don't think it's going to happen today. I think given the next 40, 50 years, studios are going to have to get with it and say, hey, people are not going to the movies. It's not just going to be COVID. We'll get over this. I think what it will be is that people will just get lazier and will be more inclusive because I don't want to go to this movie theater. I can just watch it at home. Right? You know, Divine. that kind of thinking will, will, will I think, dominate. Around the American mm-hmm. public will not get lazier than having McDonald's delivered to their homes. Or Popeyes. Yeah, that, that was that you was don't great. Think we can get lazier than like, Uber Eats, boy. Got a little bit too late. <laughs> right, I got Uber something Eats else, changed the game. Right. Paramount Pictures has sold the rights to come into America. It's now going to be on Amazon Studios, which means yet another reason to get Amazon Prime, in case you guys haven't done it. Um. This is kind of big because this is a film that was kind of on people's radar and now it's not going to theaters like a lot of films. But this may be like a selling point for Amazon, you know, because I I don't know how many people are going checking Amazon for their movie content. What do you guys think about this movie? Why not? I mean, I'm on all the platforms, man. I mean, that's pretty cool. That will help Amazon. I mean, if it was on Netflix, it would still do the same thing on Netflix, right? So, I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> if they ain't nobody going to the theaters, these people are pretty much wrapped, right? Like, it's just in editing now, right? They wrap filming, obviously, I guess. Hopefully they have. Nobody gets COVID. Um, you know, they wrapped all that, so they got to just throw it out there somehow. Um, this will be the best bet. And they see, you know, they're waiting and seeing what's going to happen with I guarantee, like them and several others, obviously, um, we're waiting to see what happened with Tenet and what happened with Mulan and compared to two. Yeah. So like, yeah Whoa, let's just okay. throw it on Amazon. <laughs> right. We're good. And people we're already good. have Amazon Prime. People that already have Amazon Prime but may not have Prime Video can easily just turn it on. Like, right? So, like, let's find a, let's find a way to put it on my TV, please. You know? Right. All right. Good deal. So, um... I don't know who all was asking for this one, but we're going to get a Mad Max Fury Road prequel, just titled Furiosa. And we knew that Charlize Theron was not going to be invited back to play younger Furiosa, which I think is kind of weird. Anna, Anya Taylor-Joy, you may remember her from Split, uh, New Mutants. She's going to play the title role. And everybody's favorite hammer-swinging guy, Chris Hemsworth, is going to be in it. And Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, who's Black Man and Aquaman, um, they're also going to be co-starring in this film. Are you guys excited about this? George Miller is going to be heading up the thing. So it's not like a deal where it's just going to be some bootleg director and producer coming on with like, oh, yeah, here's what I think Furiosa should be in this new tape. It's going to be like the original guy who came up with the concept and everything. So. 
What do you guys think? I, I, I'm, my thing is like, based on like the movie, Furiosa didn't do anything until she made that break from the troop she was with. So why do I need a prequel? It's like she got more interesting after she made her move versus who she was in the beginning. It's like it didn't look like there was much backstory that I needed to have from Furiosa. I mean, it, at least with uh, Charlize Theron, it would at least be like, okay, I got in my head that I remember what this character becomes. But putting in another actor, it's like, I mean, and that, well, all right, I'm not going to go. Yeah, like if you put in another actress, it's just like, oh, okay, this could, I mean, it really is going to much more be about is the story good versus, oh, yeah, I want to see Charlize Theron as Furiosa with all these other interesting characters in there that I may or may not care about. Right. Gunner, how about you? Uh, no interest. I don't need a prequel for Mad Max. Like, why would I? Okay. I wouldn't even, I just, I just don't know why I would need a prequel, period. But hey, people want to see it, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not one of those people. And if people say it's tight, I might watch it one day when it's on, like, HBO Max for free. <laughs> JK, Although it might you? release that way, you never know. Right. Yeah, I stand with Gunner. Who gives a shit? Because <laughs> it's going to be another movie that comes out. I mean, it's just a movie. Look, I like Fury Road, but I don't care nothing about a prequel with so and so. I don't even remember the name. You know what? You can give me a prequel of how did the Doof Warrior become the Doof Warrior? <laughs> I watched that. So that's the weird thing, because I kind of feel like there's not a lot of films, like there's some that are really good in that moment. Like, I don't really know if I needed a sequel to come into America, but if it's good, I'll be like, oh, cool. But if it's bad, I'm not going to not like coming to America anymore. I'm just kind of like, well, maybe they can make it work. But is there any film that you are out there like, you know what, I really would love to see a prequel? Because I want to know what happened beforehand. How about you give me an Anchorman prequel so I don't have to think that I saw Anchorman 2? Anchorman in in J school? Yeah, I mean, like, there's a possibility you can go some of this. It's like, coming to America, we're always like, okay, you brought the original cast and you got some really funny guys. But then it's it's like, wait, y'all aren't pushing this one? I mean, theaters is like, uh, do y'all know something we don't know? Like, yeah, we did a test screening and this thing sucks. So let's get as much money as possible for the hey, thing. <laughs> Eddie's last <laughs> Netflix movie should have gotten him an Oscar now. So I'm not going to go on a streaming route. Okay. Well, Paramount. I'm, I'm not, not hating on a streaming route. route. Hey, yeah. we're trying to make as much money as quick yeah. as possible. So we need to just sell the rights to this thing and hope y'all buy Amazon video to make up for it. But we don't really care. Okay. I think right. Paramount so spent so much we'll money on come, it. They we'll were like, I'm sorry, Jamal. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's, I just don't want coming to America too to suck. I don't want to be sitting there like I was right? through, let's say, uh, 48, another 48 hours or something. Like, oh, my God. Why? Why? Dude, it's going to be like that. It's, it's what, 32 years later? Exactly. Uh, we don't. I'm like, why do I need this? Like, this is dumb. Damn. 
You know what? You guys I, I, heard I, the I appreciation <laughs> for those characters giving me so much joy over those 30 years. I'm happy that they get another paycheck off of this. And I will watch it with the hope that I will laugh a little bit. Have you heard the premise of this movie? Yeah, I think it's Akeem's son is coming to America to find his wife. I mean, you can modernize that. Not a bad premise. No, a terrible premise. His son. Okay, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. No, go ahead. What What is it? What is it? Your I thought name? it was like his son's like from Queens and goes to Zamunda. That would be terrible. Oh, he has a no. Akeem learns he has terrible. a long lost son in the United States and must return to America to meet the unlikely heir to the throne of Zamunda. That could work too. Wait, Wait, how does he have a long lost son? So when did he have... Exactly! (laughs) No, 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 this is ass. No! You missed that escapade. This is easy to explain. There were dudes, he had bathers, and he was not, like, shy of hooking up with his bathers. And maybe one of them, like the dude who was the janitor at um, the hockey stadium, just decided to come to America. Going to America. See? Really simple. We can't assume that Akeem just hooked up with his bathers. He was the prince. He actually did not. I got the black hole covered. All right. Oh no, none of that works. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still skeptical. I've been skeptical since the announcement. I was always hoping it's a rumor. Every, every step of the way, I've been like, nah, they ain't gonna do that. Okay, they're in the studios. Oh, they finished and they took the picture with Bad Boys too. Great. So now they, uh, oh God, or Bad Boys Three people. Remember they were at the same studio, not uh, by him who shall not be named. And I was like, oh, wonderful. Okay, so this actually is happening. God, I, I'm 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 gonna be the most skeptical person of this thing. Everybody's so optimistic. I'm like, nah, B. I've seen Friday too. <laughs> you know, I've seen yeah. I've seen Godfather Three. I've seen when people do sequels and they shouldn't. It's not like Friday is, 23 for what they were. Yeah. I mean, they were in the yeah, no. comedy game, but I mean, they were. Next Friday? Come on, that one. Yeah, Friday after that. No, I, 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 I like Mike Epps in that, in that movie. I can, yeah, I mean, Chris Tucker, it hit, I mean, Chris Tucker hit my, I cannot hear you talk anymore after that movie. <laughs> Just a Chris Tucker hater. <laughs> hey, man, I heard, I heard. Well, was I the only one that got my voice for life? What did you say, Javon? No, you know what that you was I the only one that thought Bad Boys Three was just okay. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I, I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. I like it. Am I rushing to complete the collection of two of one and two? Nah, Not I mean I can get it at some point, but Not at all. you know, dude, it's the highest grossing movie of twenty twenty. Uh, you need to get on it. That's hilarious because that's yeah, hey, you're Jay. right. That was the last movie I saw in the theater. That's I think hilarious. that was no, January. No Jason, I figured out January, why. B. I figured out why Chris Tucker's voice to your ears, no. your time at Suncoast. Yes, it's one hundred. No. I had to watch nothing to do with Rush it. Hour, Rush Hour Two and Suncoast. Uh, <laughs> 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 the worst movies to be stuck watching. Dude, you had to work at Suncoast sixteen hours listening to Chris Tucker. Yeah, I would hate Chris Tucker too, dog. Good. And ha- no, and having to listen to him on Fifth Element, which is. Literally one of the worst movies. And they uh, always wore, and the dude, Sunko's always plays Fifth Element. 
holy shit. Like every single one of them that I've walked into has always played Fifth Element. Thank God for Netflix and getting rid of video stores because sometimes you just did not need to see that shit every day. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason. I am like so sorry you went through that. Getting my action figures that wouldn't be sold at Toys R Us. All right, let's see here. Spider-Man 3 looks like it is going to be the biggest Spider-Man film ever. There's a new rumor now that Tom Hardy may be showing up as Venom at some point, popping in, making an appearance. But the bigger rumor is that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield may have already signed on to play their respective Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3. Chief, are you excited about having the other two in there? Oh, that that just sounds confusing as hell. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You know, Spider-Man movies is pretty pretty decent. Um, now they're they started a Spider-Man to end a Spider-Man to begin a Spider-Man to bring a Spider-Man back. I don't know. You know well, it's I, a multiverse like thing, other, right? Because oh, Doctor yeah, Strange is in other it. Worlds. So, uh, Tobey Maguire is going to be from his Spider-Man universe. Andrew Garfield is going to be from his non-Marvel Studios connected wow. Spider-Man universe. Maybe we'll see some. How long are these movies? Huh? I said, how long are these movies? So it's going to be three hours, dog. We got to do an hour for each Spider-Man, and then throw <laughs> in Miles Morales somehow. That, a, that <laughs> Avenger Endgame length. Right, <laughs> you 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 peed in a cup before they the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War. They had a lot of characters to handle in Infinity War. Maybe this is going to be like Captain America: Civil War, where they just manage everybody and still keep the focus on Tom Holland, just like they did with Chris Evans in Civil War. I can see that. I trust Marvel with this kind of stuff, man. Going Absolutely. back to our conversation with DC. Can you imagine DC, like, yeah, we're going to have, like, five Supermans. So like, oh, shit. And, like, Nicolas Cage is going to show up. Hey, dude, if I'm going to have Dean Cain, I'm good. Hell, I'll take Dean Cain over Nicolas Cage, shit. <laughs> He's going to come in wearing his maggot hat. Oh, my God. Or that sparkly outfit that he was supposed to wear in that movie that thank God didn't God, come out. I would love to see that. I would love to see Nicholas Cage go proud in the Superman movie, too. Yes. Him next to Brandon Roth. Yeah, dude. I would would pay because... Nah, I mean... Then what you gonna do? You gonna CGI Christopher Reeves, man? That's disrespectful. I'd rather see CGI Christopher Reeves. See him having a spaz out scene. (laughs) Oh, man. A Nicholas Cage spaz out a Superman scene. Is that Kryptonite? You oh. still think that Kryptonite's gonna hurt me? I'm the son of God. Come on, oh yeah, let him be the injustice, fucking yeah, let him be the injustice. Oh, <laughs> Superman. Uh, there you go, Gunner. Come on in with us. Oh God, no. Anyways, but no, nah, I trust, I trust, I trust Marvel with the with the triple threat. I just wish they had the brother in there, man. Throw the animated brother at least. Damn. You ain't got to find. You ain't got to run around get a real person, man. You just draw him. shit. Wait, wait, the brother wait, in there. Gunner, you're saying you don't want a live action Miles? I want a live action Miles, but right now we haven't heard. We only heard that there's only going to be three of the, the I, live I action. Cats. I didn't. I didn't say that because there is rumors that they're going to put Miles in there too. 
Which one? The animated miles or the real one? Because remember, they, they're doing this multiverse thing. We got it. I mean, it's a real movie. It's not even have an animated. That would just break all kinds of walls. Um, they're just gonna have saying. They had the freaking pig. In this. We're not going to have a, a pig in, in any movie with Kevin Feige. He may be sitting on the side as an Easter egg for you, but yeah. Now, they're going to have a live action miles in this Spider-Man 3. Again, that's a rumor, so take it for what you That'd want. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. All right, so I have a bad movie. If you guys are willing to experiment and see it, no. welcome to Sudden Death. Michael J. White is in this sequel of Sudden Death. It's on Netflix, which means it's free, which means you can see it. It's only 90 minutes. So you can check it out. And but it's know. bad? I mean, I like you know. Michael J. White. Is he doing martial arts at least? Like, what's happening? He, you know, that's the best part of the movie, man. Like, he's 52, because I was just watching him do yes. his stuff, and I'm like, wow, he's a lot more flexible than I am, and I'm not 52. And he looks like he just stepped out of the gym before his scenes. And it's like, okay. geez, this dude's ripped. And he's, like, putting a, putting a hurt on these dudes, you know, the kicks and the flurry of fists. And it made me want a, right. another sequel to Black Dynamite and Undercover Brother. But, um... Yeah. So welcome to Sudden Death. Let me know what you see. I'm going to watch it. Is it like All the right. sequel to Operation Condor or whatever that the last one he did? The last good one he did? No. no. Say, did I'm going to say did, I think did, I saw him. I think I saw it. He's a security guard at the at the garden? Like a, yeah. uh, at the basketball at, arena? At a basketball arena, yeah. Yeah, I saw that joint. It's good? I didn't. You know what? It, it, I didn't even recognize Jeff was talking about it till. Oh no! <laughs> yo, me, shout out to my birthday buddy you, Michael J. White, man. Say, I hope you. Oh, this is a good movie, man. I hope you see it. I'm gonna watch it. What's his name? My birthday buddy, man. I gotta. My man Remy from um, uh, Higher Learning is in it. No, no, not Remy. Beat the shit uh, out of Michael Ravenport. No, nah, no. Nah, this I is like my Remy. dream yeah, movie. No, no. The, uh, what's the dude's name? Um, Sorry about Gary Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Gary Owens. That's oh, that's right. I don't know why I keep trying to call him Gary Cole. Yeah. Yeah, I keep. I, I, they confuse me sometimes. So Gary Owens is in it, and I, do I do? don't know. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> almost like he's not even he's not even the comedy relief. He's just like he, I don't. It's I don't I don't even know how, how to explain it. Um, and then there's some scenes we watching it, and I'm like, does, is is Michael J. White? Does he have a like? Does is he getting a gut? Yeah. And my, my man, like, it looked like in a couple scenes, my man had like a like a belly on him. Nah, dude, that, <laughs> that was no, oh, dude. Remember the last scene? He was he was he was. Man, up. they CGI. They CGI had that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, last you, time I saw him, they keep having the shirt on him. And another movie, it was like a, another martial arts movie. We were showing these white boys that he could kick ass. Right. And, yeah, he had a gut because he was like, yo, he did not have a shirt off for an entire movie. I was like, yo. Yeah, yeah. He, he just had a white beater on that was kind of baggy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chief, did you like the kids? The kids were stupid. The whole concept was stupid. That, that was um, lit. His son, his son was uh, just disrespectful. I don't know, no <laughs> black family who... Who left their son? You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, 
Like, he was almost the type of son that you could almost say, like, shut the hell up, Dad. Um, mm. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen in a black family, especially when your father is... Right, and the Bama and the Bama's built like you know he's got the shoulders of, of a door frame. You're not going. <laughs> you are not going to disrespect him. I mean, we watching that drum. We was like, mm. we was like, all right. So then they came up, and then they were too cheap to even fake bullets in the movie. Like they had the guns. Oh, they had damn. guns that shot. They had guns that shot air, and you had to be close. To the person you were shooting, because if you was too far, the air would dissipate and would hurt you. So they had guns that you damn near had to be in knife range for in order to get shot by them. So I'm like, well, you could have just stabbed them. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of a gun? And you got to be three feet away. So okay. damn. Where, yeah. in what part of this are you saying we shouldn't see this movie for how ridiculous <laughs> that is? <laughs> Awful. Is this like John Henry bad, or is it like you know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. that stretching any movie this year. That that crap was terrible. Is yeah. it like John Henry bad, or is it like better than John Henry? I don't know. I kind of feel like John Henry was entertaining in its awfulness, where this one is just that was wow. This is bad. Mm. Okay. See. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna try to. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go through it because that's that's my birthday, buddy. But I can't. I can't. I, I, it, it can't be bad. It can't be that bad. You yeah. said blood and bone was bad. It's not I just bad. watched the trailer. <laughs> oh man! Play that trailer live though, because I feel like it makes it seem like the movie's a little better than it is. <laughs> you notice know, it's a sequel to John Claude Van Damme's sudden death, right? Yeah, I'm that. Sequel to Sudden Death. Yeah, yeah. Probably an unofficial sequel. Sudden Death wasn't the greatest. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I am... Yeah, so I'm glad somebody else is going to watch it. So next week, we're going to talk about Lovecraft Country, those of us who have been watching it. I did not get a chance to catch last Sunday's episode, so... I'm behind, and then we're going to break down The Boys Season 2, because I have lots of thoughts on that, and I wanted to talk about those with you as well. But to wrap this one up, fellas, it's that magical time of the week. Stay frosty, stay chilly. Do you have any nominees for Dummies of the Week? Jace, let's start off with you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm, going to let somebody else say everybody's Dummy of the Week, because I know they're going to be funnier than me. So, no. I'll just tack on. I'll just slide right in. You sucker. All right. <laughs> All right, Gunner, you want to go first? Nah, I don't really have. I mean, there's so many Bamas, man. You got your COVID press. You got Bar. You got just the, the crazy lady at the joint that said the N word isn't doesn't saying the N word doesn't make a hostile workplace. A white woman saying that. I'm like, I, that's my dummy of the week. This nominee that might actually be the women version of. The white woman version of Clarence Thomas. Remember how you, know, you remember how Thurgood Marshall got replaced by that coon in there now? That Piccaninny in there now? That's what's happening with the women, with the white women now, man. They had Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg. She was like, yeah, yeah, I was conservative. Now I'm super liberal, yay. And and now they're gonna bring in this chick who's like the complete opposite. 
That's that's there you go. That's my All right. Chief, you got one? No, I don't have anybody, man. Um Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those weeks where uh, you know, I don't know. Anybody can get nominated though, but I, I don't right. have a specific person. You okay. know what I mean? <laughs> no worries. Jay King, how about you? Look, I I I gladly yeah, I, I nominate I nominate the world, or at least America, because we have lost our goddamn minds here. Everybody is looking at America right now saying, man, y'all used to be a piece of ass. What happened to you? Like, we, we've lost our minds. Like, it, it is nothing in, it's like nothing this week. It's just the culmination of the entire 2020. It's got nothing to do with Trump's presidency. This year alone, I've seen more cases of people just losing their damn minds than I think I've ever seen. And we ain't just talking about famous people. We just talk about people in your daily life. Think of how crazy, stupid, and full of shit people are right now. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. It, it, it. It's it's a madhouse out here. It is a damn zoo out here. The animals have taken over. You, if you're not afraid, you better start getting scared. You better start getting scared. The, the animals are taking over the zoo. They out the cage. That's that's it. Everybody, dummy of the week. All right, bro. Who you got? Uh, my gosh, I really did. I was I was I was waiting for y'all to come up with this one. My dummy of the week is none other than Mr. Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in case y'all didn't know, um, he came out with this little political little kind of like confessional don't kill the messenger you know i just really don't see anything about you know voting for any of these two guys but if i had to choose it probably wouldn't be biden but then lo and behold today it came out that mr ice cube was part was working with uh 45 on his new platinum plan for you negroes <laughs> platinum plan uh, yeah for God. Like, so we, we got Mr. NWA Ice Cube. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. <laughs> to now, America's most wanted. Yep. Manga. To oh, now, God. MAGA. Ice MAGA. Goddamn. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you know what the problem is? They put, they put some kind of money in front of them, man. Good money, too. No, nah, I'm saying they put some. They put a. They put a pile of money in front of Ice Cube. The same. Listen, fellas, I, I. I don't. I'm not a Trumper. I'll never be a Trumper. But if Trump came to me, he was like, "Listen, I need you right behind me at a rally with your hat on, and I love Trump. Uh, uh, Have a flag. And, and I'll give you. And I'll give you five million. Dude, I'm in that joint. I'm hey. Nope, I ain't doing that. I would pay somebody two million. I pay somebody one million. I'm there and let them do it. Listen, I am there. I am in that joint. I am waving my American flag. I am. But would you go you to know, the? I mean, would you go I'm, to the mask on rally? I would have. I would have a mask on, but I'd be right behind them. Yeah, Trump. Do it. And then I'll take my five million. I would fly to an <laughs> island, Jamaica, somewhere in the Caribbean, and that's where I would live out the rest of my days. Listen, uh, you know, when that when that people are very militant till that bag gets set on the table. 
And I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> that bag has changed a lot of oh. opinions. Of You know what I mean? That bag has changed a lot of lives, and it's killed a lot of people, and it's changed a lot of things. And let me tell you, if that bag gets big enough, all four of us, all five of us might be behind Trump. No. With our hats on. Yeah, you tell you say nah, nah, nah. nope. behind him. Nope. Negative. I'll be behind him with like a nice little something, something. No, but sir. No, sir. There there is a nope. bag big enough. There's a price I big enough. I will use one of the air guns Negative. from welcome to say I won't pay. Hey, I wouldn't do it for fifty thousand. But <laughs> is that enough? <laughs> God damn, fifty thousand. Lowered expectations. I'm saying never damn, right? for real. I'm being serious about that, but damn. Would I be tempted? Sure, but Jason like fifty K. I'm good. Yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The minute the minute your lady finds out that you turned down ten or fifteen million to stand behind Trump. Please, you'll never hear the end no, of that. Go, huh? No, Allison. Allison, super right wing liberal, super liberal dude. She'd be like, "Good job." Right we nah, we all, we all super liberal. To <laughs> you, got to get up in the morning and go to work. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying. There's, <laughs> there's a floor, Monty. There's a floor. Negative. Negative. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I hear you. That is a negative no, never. I hear you. Nah. When you when you diving off your banister like Scrooge McDuck into money, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> You'll know I mean? be like, oh, see, Melvin done. Yeah, I see what Melvin done. Right, right. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Hey, yeah, Melvin, where yeah. you coming to all this money, dude? Right, right. Oh, I see Bernie. I see Bernie going to private school. <laughs> <laughs> Goes at private school. Yeah, created the school. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, made me. exactly. I can do that on my own. So uh huh. Yeah. Look at <laughs> ten years later, we'll find out he was the man behind Trump's speeches. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, fellas. Let's get on out of here. Let this bad boy So remember next week. We're going to talk about Lovecraft Country and the boys, too. And whoever brave soul wants to watch, welcome to sudden death. Let's get it on. Let's talk about it next week. Allows me to watch out. it all. Right. Thanks for all movie fellas. Thank God out there for listening. Seven episode of the last movie files has been filed.